Hi, this is Kristen Bass with encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. If this is your first time here, let me give you a little background on the many hats I wear. I am a Dallas, Texas bred girl living in Atlanta, Georgia, who is a wife and mom, choreographer and artistic director, Arthur, homesteader, founder and life organizer of Traveling Psychology Girl LLC, where we declutter and organize your mind, home, and office. And I am an educator, which is what led me to do this podcast. If you like nature and the Bible, you have come to the right place. Here, I take elements of nature, insects, animals, and apply their behaviors and characteristics to biblical characters and principles. Sit back and enjoy encouragement from Kristen's backyard. Before Christmas break, I had my students plant bean plants. When I was growing up, that was the one plant I love planting. It only took having to do it for a class assignment one time and I was hooked. I thought that it was just so marvelous, right? That you could, you know, I'm talking from a child's perspective, a seven, eight year old where, or more like a six or seven year old where you can take something that you typically don't like to eat, plant it in some soil, barely water it, make it have a little bit of sunlight, And in a couple of days, you start to watch this plant grow. You see it curl up from the dirt and you watch it sprout into this beautiful plant. And then if you wait long enough, you will start to see some pods grow on it. And then when the pods are completely grown, you can take it out and you, you know, you take it off the plant and then you pop open the pods and get the beans out and plant them back in the ground because there's no way you're going to eat them. (laughs) And so that was something I loved doing as a child. And I find the bean plant to be one of the easiest plants, obviously that's why they use them in schools, um, to grow because you can really do it in almost any weather. And you don't have to be outside. All you need is a pot And you can just stick it in the window, water it every couple of days. So before Christmas break, I had my students do the same. And something I didn't think a whole lot about is when we came back from Christmas break and we had to go out for, um, we planted them as soon as we came back from Christmas break. But then we were out, no, 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 let me take that back. We planted them right before Christmas break. And probably about two weeks, maybe about a week after Thanksgiving break. And I didn't want to plant them during Thanksgiving break because I was afraid that the plants would die because we would be out for a week. So I waited till we came back from Thanksgiving break. And as soon as we came back, we planted the bean plants. Now, what I also didn't anticipate was the fact that we were going to be out even longer for Christmas break and and New Year's break. And then as 
it was time to go back for new after New Year's. We ended up not going back because of the COVID numbers going up. So we went to online learning. And so uh, before we left, I made sure to soak, to literally soak the plants or soak the pots because we had just planted the beans. So there was nothing sprouted up yet. But I soaked them in water because I knew that we were going to be out for a long time. And so um, when we were told that we were not going to come back in the classroom, I was able to uh, go to my classroom and look and I had to sort of get everything prepared for parents to pick up students um, supplies and books and things like that. And I walked in and there they were, beautiful sprouted bean plants. And ironically, the soil was still moist was a you know it wasn't soaking wet but it was still moist and I was so grateful that the plants did not grow and then die <laughs> and so I thought I better send these plants home with my students or with the parents because god forbid we don't get to come back to work for a while and they all sit here and die and all of the things that we learned about plants and all of the things that, and, and all of the time it took to, to, to and invested in planting these beans and just everything that went into it for the students, everything that they had to learn, that it would not go to waste. They would not be able to take them and, and enjoy them. So I got them together and sent them home with parents. And students were very happy and excited to receive their plant. But that's the thing I love about being plants. So according to gardenguides.com, I'm not going to read a lot about the bean plant because I think telling you the story, the stories um, of me growing up and what I've just talked about with my students is really good enough. And most of you all have probably planted beans at least once in your lifetime. So you don't need to know a whole lot about this plant. But it does take about five to seven days for germination, for the beans to sprout, which is not very long. Um, after a while, after a couple of weeks, the bean pods will grow. Um, they will grow on there and then you can then take them off and then, you know, if you want to replant them or if you want to eat them, go right ahead. But I just feel like the whole purpose of beans <laughs> is for planting plants. And I do eat beans, but pinto beans are the ones that I typically plant. And I can tell you, I really don't eat pinto beans quite often. I will eat it if I make chili and that's about it. So, um, yeah, I will buy pinto beans just so I can plant them in the ground. But they need water, they need sunlight, and an occasional dose of fertilizer um, is essential for them to be healthy, productive bean plants. But something else about a bean plant is um, they attract lots of bugs. Lots of bugs. And those bugs wreck havoc 
on these plants. And I can tell you from, I remember the first time I planted them in my grandmother's garden. They were so beautiful. And if you let them grow, you just, you let, because again, the point I want to make here is it takes no time for you to have germination. It's very quick, okay? Five to seven days. But if, you, if you're patient and you continue to let them grow, I mean, they are, they're like a vine. They are beautiful and they sprout and they just become the most beautiful plants in your garden. But then once they start to get those bean pods, I know for sure ants, ants is going to take over. They love those beans. So you're going to have ants everywhere. And then you're going to have other bugs. And then uh, some of these are a host of bacteria and fungi diseases that can attack the bean crops. Um, you have rust, bacteria. Uh, it starts to, you have something called root rot. Um, it's just so many different things. There's a mosaic virus. Uh, white mold can attack the leaves. Beans and roots of the plant. Um, it is just, I've seen it and it just... It's the only downer about planting bean plants outside. But again, it is the easiest way to teach a child about plants. It's the easiest plant to take care of, to grow, to nurture, and it does not take long. Key here, it does not take long. It's you, you don't really have to have patience. And I can tell you my kids were eager. They were ready for that bean to grow. They were checking it every day. But it still didn't take but between five and seven days for them to see something sprout. So it was very quick. The time was fast. And this reminded me of something in the Bible, a concept in the Bible that for us is not fast. It's not fast. Well, a part of it is fast, but there is a part that is slow. And that's the most difficult thing for humans is to be slow. Because we're really more fast. We think as fast as that plant is, as fast as it takes to grow. The time does not take long. We are like that with a particular concept. But the other part of that concept, we probably should be a little bit more slow. So when I come back, I'm going to tell you what that concept is right after this message. Today, I'm going to read from James chapter 1. I'm going to read verse 19 through 21, and I'm going to specifically read from the Amplified Version today because I really want us to understand what this fast and slow concept is that the bean plant made me think of. In verse 19, it says, understand this, my beloved brothers and sisters, let everyone be quick to hear. Be careful. That means to be careful, thoughtful listener, to be a careful and thoughtful listener. Slow to speak. To, for the speaker to, of carefully chosen words 
Choose your words carefully. Slow to anger, which means to be patient, reflective, and forgiving. For the resentful, deep-seated anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God, that standard of behavior which he requires from us. So the standard behavior that he requires from us. So get rid of all uncleanliness and all that remains of wickedness and with a humble spirit receive the word of God which is implanted, actually rooted in your heart which is able to save your souls. So we're talking about being slow to speak and quick to listen and think, to use our brains. The bean plant is fast. You don't really have to have a lot of patience to wait for your bean plant. In about five to seven days, you're going to see something sprouting. And if you have excellent sunlight and water and soil, you might even see it quicker than that. So you don't really have to think much about it. But when we are dealing with people, is <laughs> we require some patience, right? It's not a quick event in our life. We require patience because people can test us, right? They can test us. And we can be quick less than three to five days or five to seven days. We can be quicker to respond in anger. Think about when you're on the road. Oh my gosh, there's so much road rage today. I I think one reason my oldest son is not really caring much about learning to drive at almost 17 years old is because he sees how people are on the road. People are so mean and so cruel. And it doesn't take much for someone to become unhinged. All you have to do is turn on the news and hear about somebody becoming unhinged on the road, on the road. And I can tell you, I've been on the road and I've come very close to losing all of my reward, throwing up a middle finger and cursing. It happens because something happens and it happens quick and we're about to respond quick because we're responding in that instant that it happens and we don't take the time to think about it, to think about what will happen if we respond the way we do. When people become unhinged on the road and it leads to violence and it changes their life and the life of someone else's, you can't go back and reverse the decision that you made which was probably not even, probably didn't even have a chance to be a, a, a decision really because you acted and you responded so quickly. Understand this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Let everyone be quick to hear, 
How many times have we been talking to someone and maybe there is a disagreement or something and when it's time for them to give their part, you're really not listening because while they're talking, you're thinking about all of the rebuttals that you have in your head, right, that you're going to say to what they're saying. It's, instead of really taking the time to hear what they have to say. Now, if you're writing down things that they're saying so you don't forget and you can go back and address it, that's different. And you're doing that with a loving heart. But when you're holding these things because you're gonna, you got some rebuttals, you're going to give them a piece of your mind, that is different. But it says, let everyone be quick to hear. Be a careful, thoughtful listener. Be careful about how you're going to respond to this situation and be a thoughtful listener. Really take into consideration what they are saying. Take into consideration how something happened and how it made them feel. And really, you know, that's something now that we, we just don't really care how people feel. Well, that's how you feel. That's how you took it. Well, I'm sorry you got offended. Oh my gosh. Do you really think the Lord is pleased with that? It says be a thoughtful listener. Slow to speak. Not quick to speak. Slow to speak. You know, uh, one of the pet peeves of mine is when I'm having to call customer service for whatever. And I, I have to say I am still working on it. I cannot stand it when I call a company and the worker has no idea how to help me or how to solve my problem. I can't stand it when people just don't know what they're doing, but they're working for a company. Now, I'm not talking about a new person because I really have a lot of sympathy for new people. But I'm talking about when you can tell the person's been working there for a long time and you can just tell that they don't know what they're talking about and then if they have an attitude it is oh my gosh it's just it's just it's really worse we we both about to have a bad day and i have to take care of something and they don't know i remember i called a, a previous provider for phone that i had and i wanted to change my phone number and i have a sim card and so i wanted to change my phone number and the person changed my number um and I specifically asked for a particular area code. And I kept saying the area code that I wanted. And the person changed the number very quickly, called out the phone number that she was giving me as my new number, and it was not the area code I requested. And then when I, before she can get through the whole number, I said, whoa, 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 wait, 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 excuse me. That's not what I asked. I asked for this specific area code. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's too late. I've already attached that to your phone, to your, to your SIM card. Well, now she messed it up to where now I have to get a whole new SIM card for a whole nother number. And so when I'm like, no, I don't have time to wait five to seven business days for you to mail me a new SIM card when you made the mistake. So if you made the mistake, what I expect as a customer is for you to fix it because I was very clear on what I wanted. 
I was very clear when I told you I want such and such area code. And so, oh, I'm sorry, I just, I can't do that. Well, we got a problem that because you wasn't listening, you messed up and we got a problem. So she gets a manager on the phone and the manager's like, I can't help you. Okay, we got a problem. Houston, we have a problem. And so I can tell you, I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> I completely lost it and I could not you know there was no way once I came to myself there was no way for me to call back and try to find who that person was and ask them to forgive me for yelling and screaming at them as I did but I tell you I had become unhinged and I was so upset what I really should have said because what the Lord had convicted me of when I got off the phone he said now <laughs> now this is after I done yelled and screamed at the people and hung up in their face the Lord said now you done did all of that and messed up your peace when you could have just went down the street to such and such company and got you a SIM card from there and got you a new number and it was so subtle the way the Lord spoke to me. It was it was so calm in the midst of my because I, I was furious. I was I was even in tears. I was so upset. I was on the phone with them for a long time because there was other issues that I had as well with them. And and this was actually a two to three day process of me just trying to get a new number. I was just trying to get a new phone number. I just wanted to change my phone number. And it became a three-day ordeal. And the Lord was like, now, you done did all of this. You have no peace. You have disturbed your own peace when you could have went down the street and had it taken care of within, within minutes. But I didn't take the time to think about that. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about it because I was quick to anger. And surely I had to apologize. I had to repent to the Lord because it's too late for the people because I can't, you're not going to get the same person. So I had to repent to him, to the father. And I was like, so right. Because I, I am so big on my peace. I did not follow my own rule to that myself. I sat there for three days, stressed out, talking to customer service agents that didn't know what they were doing when my problem could have been solved with just a drive down the street. So slow to speak. A speaker of carefully chosen words and slow to anger. Patient, reflective, and forgiving, which I was none of those. Verse 24, the resentful, deep-seated anger. Listen, I was resentful and the anger was deep in me, okay? It was deep. For the resentful, deep-seated anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And it didn't. It didn't produce any righteousness. There was no good fruit in or on me that day.
that standard of behavior which he requires from us, which he, God, the Lord, the Lord requires of us. So get rid of all uncleanliness, verse 21. So get rid of all uncleanliness and all that remains of wickedness and with a humble spirit receive the word of God which is implemented or implanted, I'm sorry, actually rooted in your heart. So it's, it's implanted, it's rooted in your heart. The bean plant is rooted in that soil, it's rooted in the dirt. So the word of God, the spirit of God should be rooted in your heart, which is able to save your souls, not the soul of the customer service agent, not the soul of the manager, not the soul of the driver that cut me and you off, okay, and blew the horn, especially the ones that are behind you that be blowing the horn. They blowing the horn because they want you to turn, but cars is coming, so they just want you to turn and get hit. Yeah, those two. My mother-in-law and I was talking about that yesterday, and I like what she said. She like, oh, she is ignoring because look, she's like, I'm driving my car. They drive their own. You can't, you, I'm not going to let you drive my car for me. If you are in such a rush, you can go around me. You can go around and get hit. So, but you can't even save that person's soul. The only one you can save is your own. My peace was messed up that day that I was on the phone with customer service. But it was my fault. It was my fault because at any moment, I could have stopped it. I could have stopped it. I could have stopped the drama. You can't help me. The company down the street can. Phone companies love when you switch. They love the, the ones on the receiving end. They love it. They love that. My peace was quickly restored once I went down the street and it literally only took, oh my gosh, it only took like five minutes. I was the only one in the store, five minutes for them to get me a new phone number, a new SIM card and get my phone going. Five minutes, five minutes, y'all versus three days of drama, three days of anger, three days of frustration three days, three days of no peace, three days of being agitated with my own family because they upset me. So now I'm taking it out on my own family. Three days. So listen, if you are in this situation or you find yourself in this situation, you have to say, Lord, help me. And you know what? You have to do it before you get in the situation. And then when you get in the situation, you have to be careful. In verse 19, you got to be a careful and thoughtful listener. Slow to speak, which is a very difficult concept to grasp when we actually have to do it. Slow to speak. A speaker of carefully chosen words and slow to anger patient, reflective, 
and forgiving for the resentful, deep-seated anger of man. It does not produce the righteousness of God, that standard of of behavior which he requires from us. He requires it from us. He requires it from us. The only way we can really be pleasing and fruitful, we have to know that he requires it from us. It has to be rooted in our hearts in order to be able to save our souls. I hope you got something from this today. And I hope that you can carry it into your life and tomorrow when you have to go back on the road or when you have to go deal with a customer service agent. And Lord knows if you work in customer service and you have angry people calling you and yelling at you like I was, (laughs) you know, you have to be rooted in the Lord. Okay. You, it has to be rooted in your heart. The word, the word has to be rooted in your heart so that you don't become unhinged. God bless you so much. And thank you so much for listening to encouragement from Kristen's backyard. And I will be with you next time. Hi, this is Kristen. And thank you so much for listening to encouragement from Kristen's backyard. For John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. If you are not saved and you desire a deeper relationship with the Lord, all you have to do is confess your sins to him and say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And that is it you are saved. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me solely at KB Simple Life. God bless you. And I will be with you next time.